Welcome to Psalm 77. As you read the Psalms, one of the things that would stand out for us is the range of emotions in there. For instance, some are happy Psalms, while others are sad Psalms. Others contain in them emotions of fear, anger, disgust, and so on and so forth. Now what is interesting is this, that as human beings, we go through these emotions ourselves, don't we? At times, some of these emotions are mixed or combined together to form different feelings. For example, the emotions of joy and trust when combined and joined together form the feeling of love. And the beauty is this, that each of the Psalms kind of give us the emotional bandwidth that we can identify ourselves with while we come to the Lord in prayer with each of the Psalms. In other words, the cry and the anguish of the psalmist becomes ours as we use the psalms to pray back to the Lord. Other times, his joy and jubilation, or at times his doubt and despair may become ours, and they really help us in expressing ourselves better to God. And perhaps this is why the psalms is liked by so many people out there for many, many generations gone by, and of course, for the many generations to come as well. But as you read this psalm, this particular psalm, Psalm 77, you'll get to feel the emotions, emotions of sadness and pain. Joyless days and trouble and sleepless nights of despair seem to plague the psalmist. Now, not because of unbelief, but because of faith. Because the psalmist believed in the Lord, he wrestled with himself and he wrestled with God. He is not able to understand why the Lord did not keep his promises and deliver his people from bondage. After all, why did the Lord allow the fall of Jerusalem, he wonders. Didn't he promise Moses to be with his people through the thick and the thin? But because of what has happened now and what he has seen with his eyes and has endured with his life, he sure is very disoriented. For example, we may ask, why did the Lord not protect the Jews from the Holocaust? Why did not God keep the planes from hitting the Twin Towers? Why did he not keep many men and women of God from being affected by COVID and die subsequently? Why didn't Psalm 91 work for us while we spoke of it over our lives? Why did not God protect his people? Well, we all have these questions and we baffle with them day in and day out, don't we? But what can we do with these questions that baffle us and confuse us? What can we do in a situation like that of the psalmist? First, I think the clue is to pray. The clue is to pray. And I think that is the first resort. We pray for days of trouble must be days of prayer. Our days of trouble must be days of prayer. It is Charles Spurgeon who says, In days of inward trouble, especially when God seems to have withdrawn from us, we must seek him and seek him till we find him. And here the psalmist cries out to God with his voice. Verse 1, he says, In the days of my trouble, I sought the Lord with my hand stretched out in the night without ceasing. The word stressed out is a posture of desperation. The word without ceasing portrays persistence. And as you read from verses 4 to 8, I wonder, I really wonder if anyone listening to me come of age hasn't really been through or felt through what the psalmist is talking about here. Honestly, honestly, as I've spoke of things that believers rarely feel safe to speak about, many believers won't risk this kind of honesty when they come before God. But please listen. When you are before God, there is nothing to hide. We cannot impress God with our piety. Tell him your heart, pour it out to him. Stretch out your hands as Asaph did and take your desperation before the Lord. And if I may say, the safest place that you can be with your feelings is in the very presence of God. 
and interestingly as you continue reading you will notice the change in the tone from verses 10 onwards what happens anguish turns into remembrance anguish turns into remembrance as i've says and i said this is my anguish but i will remember the years of the right hand of the most high i will remember the works of the lord surely i will remember your wonders of old i will also meditate and all your works and i will talk of your deeds Now the reason behind Asaph's anguish turning into remembrance was a shift in focus a shift from himself to God he starts looking at God instead of looking and meditating on his very feelings you see our feelings are important but they're not ultimate our feelings can depend on various factors though and if we choose to stay with our feelings we sure will stay in anguish longer than we should The best way I would think is to acknowledge our feelings to God and turn our focus from self to God. As I've says, but I will remember. I will remember the years of the right hand of the most high. I will remember the better seasons where God's hand was made evident to our lives and to each one of us. And he says, not only will I remember, but will I also meditate and talk of your deeds, O God most high. In a way, Asaph presents to us a three-step process to encouragement and healing. What are they? First, he says, we remember God's great work, the wonders of the old. Second, we meditate on those works of the Lord. And third step is to talk of these great things with others. We remember God's great work, his wonders of old. Second, we meditate on those works, and third, we talk of these great things to people around us. Yes, our feelings are very important. It is important to express them, and we can express it to God in prayer. But also remember to turn your focus from self to God when in anguish, for only then we will receive his comfort. Remembering his great works, meditating on his work, and talking about his great works to people around us you know god's ways are often so hidden his ways are often so hidden we may not fully comprehend it but should that mean we do not trust him to lead us just because we do not see it the beautiful hymn by joseph gilmore says sometimes mid scenes of deepest gloom sometimes where eden's flowers bloom by waters calm over troubled sea still tis god's hand that leadeth me he leadeth me he leadeth me by his own hand he leadeth me his faithful follower i would be by his very hand he leadeth me just because i do not fully comprehend god's ways does not mean that i do not trust him to lead me or to guide me i humbly give my feeble hands into the mighty hands of god and expect him to lead me shall we pray together lord i take comfort in knowing that i don't have to pretend all is well when all is not well with my soul i can come to you just as i am with my anguish and my pain and pour them out to you oh god i'm glad you don't mind me doing it and seriously thank you that i can do this it really means a lot but you know how i am i can remain in my feelings and cherish being low would you o oh god lift me up and change my focus from me to you bring to my remembrance your ways o oh lord that i can be encouraged thank you lord thank you very much in jesus name i pray amen <music>